when you're thinking about the new year, about what you want to change or add to your life, I'm going to tell you right now, I say delete, take away and subtract some of 2022. Take away the parts of what you did that felt exhausting and in the end, not worth it. Take away from the items that you spent on that didn't bring you joy. And even the thought of it, you're like, why did I even buy that? And say no to the people or commitments that took you away from what you were trying to achieve. Before adding everything that you need, think about what you don't need anymore. Sometimes when you make these big goals, you forget to write out the plan and how to get there. For example, if in 2023, you want to write a book like I did in 2021, without thinking of how to get there, you can't achieve it. But you have to take some sort of action to move towards it. And usually it becomes this checklist that answers how do I achieve this? And that checklist can have three or more tasks of what you need to do or add to make it happen. And it can feel overwhelming. Even after writing it down and seeing it on paper can feel just so overwhelming. And I know when I was trying to write this book, I wanted to do it within three months last year. Wait, was it last year? Yeah, in 2021. And I had a checklist and I still remember the checklist because it it seemed like something so small until I wrote it down and I was like, this is a bit bigger to take on than what I thought. So I wrote, write every day for an hour and a half, which doesn't seem like it would be too much, but it meant that it would take away from my other work-related projects. And at the time I was creating a new online program and that's what I was doing in my free time. So if I were to write every day for an hour and a half, it was taking away from something else I had on my heart as well. Um, the second thing I had on my list was write on weekends, which I I do still work on weekends. I enjoy working. I work every other weekend because I have my, we have the kids every other weekend and then they're with the other parents. So writing on the weekends took away from the free time I had with the kids. Sometimes it meant sacrificing not getting a workout in because I did and do still try to take some time with the girls and we go out and do things. We have activities planned. I want to make the most of the free time I have with them. And so that felt very overwhelming to me. You are listening to the Closet Edit Podcast. I'm Tanya Renadette, a personal stylist with over a decade of experience helping people all over the world with their style and confidence. I love sharing how you can be the most powerful version of yourself and look good in clothing that truly reflects you, your personality, and your body type. In this podcast, we talk about fashion, but we also cover all the parts around it that influence your personal style, like how to handle big life changes, what to do when your clothing doesn't fit right anymore, dating again, what's the best way to spend your money, and everything in between. This is a space to learn, to grow, and take action. I share all of my experiences, learnings, and tricks to help you build a wardrobe that lights you up and aligns with who you are. Let's get into it. Next is a hire an editor, which I already have one, and I did end up investing in the short time that I was writing. She did read and review the chapters. We went over them together. It is money that you put into a project. Any project that you do, you're either going to put money or time in, and time is also precious, but um, doing it within three months just did not seem that realistic money-wise because on top of hiring an editor, I also reached out to a book coach that was working with me at the time as well. 
I needed the help and guidance to go through it because I do love writing, but my the way I write is more of how I speak. And I know that in a book that can be great. My voice is going to be in there and I think that you guys will enjoy it. But I go a little all over the place. I get into one topic, I'm like, oh, and then remember this. Oh, and then remember this. And as somebody that loves to read and write, I know that there is a beautiful rhythm in how to do it. So a book coach is there to guide me along the way to make sure that my vision is coming out in the writing I'm doing. And it was so fun working with the editor and the book coach. But again, I quit within a month of writing this book because looking at this checklist of all the things that you need to get there, it can be overwhelming. So I did start I haven't finished it yet. My goal in 2023 is to actually start it over again, start it from scratch and redo it, maybe get done within six months. But anyways, um, doing all the things in 2021 felt exhausting with the book. I already work 40 plus hours a week as a stylist. I have my podcast. I'm a mom. I love my alone time to work out. And the reality is that at the time, and maybe it was also an excuse, um, at the time I was writing it and doing this, I was a single mom with a baby under a year and a half years old, which meant putting a little more time in her, investing money in saving because I wanted money for emergencies in case there were days I had to take off with her. I wanted more flexibility with the way I could spend my money at the time. And so... I think part of it was also like, okay, I really want to do this, but is it the number one thing at the moment? And it was not, but it's still in my heart. And this is something I'm going to be doing this next year. I want to overcome this roadblock and I have a new way of looking at goals. Um, I did, I did start to think like, I need to do this big goal, but I was doing it all wrong. And sometimes when I have big goals, I do it all wrong. I get so excited. I am very quick to act. I'm not someone that thinks things through and like, oh, what happens if this goes wrong or this goes wrong? And in business, that could be wonderful a lot of the time because I'm not scared of trying new things and taking a risk. But there's sometimes that looking through and analyzing things a little bit more can really set me up for success in the future. So I want you to achieve all the big goals and visions that you have as well on your board for 2023 and the dreams that are in your heart and in your mind that you can't stop thinking about. And stepping into this place of more self-reflection rather than just doing a big giant to-do list is way more beneficial. Being more aware of yourself is the number one step to look forward to on how you want to achieve those big goals in 2023. And there's a lot to learn from your past to create a plan that is realistic and that you can get through from the beginning to the end. And the funny thing about this is I do this when I work with my clients. So if we haven't worked together before, if I haven't been your stylist, let me just say that This podcast is called The Closet Edit Podcast. My business, my styling business is called The Closet Edit because I do believe that your closet is the key to unlocking what you need to do differently when you shop. So I've already been doing this in my business. I don't know why I wasn't doing it more in my personal life, but okay, so when you go in your closet, it's so easy to feel really stuck and struggle like what is going wrong, what is going wrong, 
But when we go in together and we kind of analyze, okay, why isn't this working for you? How do you actually want to look and feel in your clothing? What do we need to do differently? What are you wearing from your closet that really feels good? And maybe it's not perfect, but it could be the color, the brand, the feel, like these small things that that seem really small actually mean a lot and can help you shop better in the future. So if something that you had bought before just felt way too dressed up and you really like it, but it's not anything you ever grabbed because you, it's not that you didn't know how to pair it, it just didn't feel like you. Then moving into the future, it's like, okay, maybe you liked the idea of feeling put together and that's why you purchased this piece that was super dressy, but realistically, you need things that feel put together that work for your everyday life that you can pull out of your closet. And what would that be? Softer pieces, something less shiny, things like that. So going into the past to evaluate things is really important. And as an entrepreneur, a mom of two, a friend, a sister, the oldest of my sisters, may I say, I am a planner and that just comes naturally to me. I'm a diehard planner since a kid, maybe since I've been out of the womb, just a full-on planner. Knowing my day, setting out time frames, that's how I get it all done. And back then, I remember when I was a kid, people called me the smart kid, quote unquote, and classmates would ask like, how do you get straight A's? And honestly, I wasn't the smartest kid. I just got my work done. I told them the A's don't mean that I'm smart. If you show up and do the work, you learn and that's what counts. And I still believe in this. So sometimes I love it that as a person that carries a handwritten and virtual calendar, by the way, I can look at my whole month and know all the activities, clients, meetings, playtime, everything mapped out. But sometimes it's to a point that it does bother me that I have to plan so much because as you know, plans don't always pan out exactly how you think them up. So coming into next year, I'm looking at what can I let go from my to-do list? How can I use what I've been using in my business and looking at things that I could delete and take away so that I can make better decisions for next year. I think this year, especially in 2022, I've held on so tightly to what I wanted that when things didn't go as planned, I got really wound up. I'm not gonna lie, it's been, um, it's been such a wonderful year in business and my personal life, but there are a lot of small moments where I just wanted something so badly and having something work out the way I wanted it to, but of course life happens. I have two kids. I have a fiance now. Like I don't have as much control over things as maybe I thought I had. And maybe even when I thought I had control over things, I didn't really, but I somehow found a way around it. I don't know, but that's not the point. (laughs) I do get excited of the thought of what I want to accomplish for my clients and have made it a priority to also share with them what they need to let go and why. So this past year, even as I'm working through clients' closets, I've made it more of a priority when I'm sharing with them in the email afterwards and as we talk through things, explaining them why, like after I unlock it for them of why they're feeling stuck in their style, telling them why it's not working for them. Because when you're in that situation, you can easily say, I don't like my clothing. I want to start all over. Um, 
I wanna, I wanna get new pictures for my dating profile. I wanna get my family photos done. I wanna look like this at an event. But really understanding the why behind it is going to help move you forward. So it does impact the way that you look to achieve these goals. And I, when I work with clients now, when, my, when we go through the clause, I do tell them like the reason why you are feeling this way and I make it very like to the point so they know and they understand. And it also makes a difference of like, oh, I could see that. Like maybe they couldn't see it clearly, but once I share it with them as we work through the process together, they can see the vision I have too when I create the list. I still make a to-do list of what we need to add to really bring together their look. Then everything, like the dots connect, not just like, We never go right into shopping. It's not like, oh, you need to buy this. Like, I don't know you yet. That's why we go in your closet. I need to see where you're stuck, what we need to add, what you're actually going to wear. And from that, I'm able to make a list and connect the dots of this isn't working. This will work. Let's do this. Let's plan it out. Okay. And I, I love that process too. It's so fun. Like that aha moment that I get and that clients get together. It's like, this is, this is exactly what I need. This is what I was looking for. So now I want you to take your goals and think of them differently to make this accessible to you. So don't just make that to-do list, even though you're probably tempted, like, here's my big goal. Here are the five steps or five things I need to make to make or do to accomplish this. Let's talk about a different way of setting your goals this year to see if it makes a difference and impact in the way that you walk through this next part of your life. So if you're listening to the podcast and you're driving or working out and you can't write this down, bookmark this, write down that you want to come back to this episode, and you can also go in the show notes. I really like to do these episodes... um, on the podcast. I do also sometimes make a blog post about it as well because I know that the way that you learn, you can listen and write and read and that really cements things in. So this podcast episode is also in my blog that you can get in the show notes. If you click in the link, it will take you directly there. But you can also just go to myclosetedit.com, click on blog and it will show up there. I want you to actually take the time and walk through this. It doesn't take more than like 20 to 30 minutes. I did this this morning before um, hopping on and recording this podcast. I did this for myself in my journal and I set up just 20 minutes, but I got really into it and I saw different parts of my life that I did want to make some improvements on. And I walked through the steps of looking to the past to see what I could change and do differently. So I really suggest sitting down and doing this. It's going to be a game changer for you. Okay, let's get into it. So number one, what you want to do is, of course, be clear. What is this big goal that you have? And you could, before I get into it, you could have more than one goal, obviously. But let's just start with one to walk through this process. So what is the big goal you have for the new year? Or if you're that kind of person that wants an intentional word for the year, what is it? For me personally, I did do an intentional word. I'm going to share my own personal um, outlook on what I want to do differently next year. But for this podcast episode, I do want to just stick to something generic or something I've heard from clients. So let's say that your goal for 2023 
is to make yourself a priority. You want to add some more self-care to help you be the best version of yourself. Maybe you have given your energy to everybody else in your life where you kind of feel like depleted. You feel like you're not going to the gym. Maybe you're not eating healthy. You're working too many hours. Maybe you're not dressing up anymore because you've gained some weight or lost weight so your clothing doesn't fit right. But you know that this big goal that you have to put yourself as a priority is going to give you the energy that you need to boost yourself up and pour more into your personal life and your work-life goals. So that's a big goal just to tackle in itself, and that could look so many different ways for people. So I think that this is a good one to use as an example. But whatever your goal is, think about it. Number two, what you'll do after you declare what your goal is and why or what your word is and why. The word thing too, if you haven't tried it and you just usually do a goal, maybe do a goal and maybe also think about your word of the year because you'll be surprised when that word comes up and you write it down. When you write down the why behind that word, you'll be really surprised of what comes out. I I, I don't, it's so hard not talking about because I just did it right before this podcast, but with mine, I was really surprised about the depth that I had with the word that I associated it with um, for 2023. It was actually really insightful for me and I'm really, I'm on this like journey of like, oh, I can see a lot of like what was going wrong this year and how I could change it for next year. So anyways, Trying a word as an intentional thing with your goal, I think is awesome. You might learn something different about yourself and be like, find so much depth in it as well. So I encourage you to try both. Okay, number two, when you look into your goals or this word that you have, how does this person act? How do they dress? What kind of things do they like to do? This is such an impactful way of seeing your goal because sometimes you have this idea of what you need to do to achieve it, but before even writing down your to-do list, what will help you look to the past to eliminate what you don't want to do anymore and what you want to add, just thinking in general like, okay, if I want to make myself a priority and self-care a priority, what kind of person like what the person in my mind what kind of things do they do and how do they dress so an example of this could be somebody that puts themselves as a priority creates boundaries they know how to say no when they don't want to do something that doesn't line up with their overall goal or hanging out with people that maybe take away their energy instead of leaving them with so much joy and passion and intensity for life the person that puts themselves as a priority priority just dresses in a way that is confident like this person that puts themselves as a priority can walk out the door and it's like she doesn't need to wear heels and like a little crop top but she can wear some really cool jeans a nice shirt a jacket some cool shoes, and just feels really good about herself and everything fits right. And it could also be, you know what? Somebody that takes care of themselves also makes some alone time where they can think, reflect, just 
enjoy their own company. So there are a lot of things that can go into this and the list can go on. Another one is maybe somebody that takes care of themselves is somebody that also makes their like top friendships a priority where you make it a point to be like, okay, we get lunch every few months and talk about our goals and catch up and just make more intentional lunches. So scheduling and seeing like what this person that you want to be, how do they act and dress and what things do they like to do? You can get as specific as you want and you'll know this, you'll get a lot of moments while you're doing this that you write one thing and you're like, oh, well, if they do this, then maybe they also do this. Let your mind and your writing just free flow as you get into this process because it's going to help you out so much. It's such a powerful exercise. There are so many beauty creams and options out in the market. It can be hard to find a product that works for you, especially an option that is clean, organic, and offers real results. If you have sensitive skin or you're on the path to healthier living, I know that you are well aware that making conscious choices that are safe for your skin is the key to feeling and looking good inside and out. The search for your new favorite product is right here. Core Organics has been the number one beauty product that I use daily. It checks off everything I want in my skincare, including a value in sustainability with refillable containers for the beautiful bottles and packaging. It has highly active certified organic ingredients, which I'm a total fan of. Our skin is the largest organ that we have, and it soaks up everything we put on it. Can you imagine all the chemicals it's taken in from the past products? And I'm not going to lie, the packaging is gorgeous. It works on my skin and it looks luxurious. I love products that fit my personal style too. Organics is so easy to navigate when you go on the website. You can shop by your skincare concern to find just the right products to help you tackle everything from oily skin, dark spots, dryness to anti-aging, and everything in between. I found Core Organics through an interview I heard with founder Miranda Kerr. I was so caught up in her passion and research to find safe products. She started this after her mother passed away from cancer, and she ended up making her own skincare line in 2009. And this resonated with me deeply, and I knew that this was going to solve my skincare problems. Rosacea has been a struggle for me the past few years, and Corganics carries a few turmeric-infused products that are great for inflammation and have made such a huge difference. I want to share the love with you and change the way that you shop for skincare. Try Corganics and use the link in the show notes to support the podcast. You also get 15% off when you get to the landing page. Try one or try a whole set of items. I recently purchased the Turmeric Glow Essentials, which includes the brightening and exfoliating mask, the foaming cleanser, and moisturizer. I love how my skin feels soft after each use and the redness has calmed. Again, if you want to shop, if you want to support the podcast, take a look at the website, shop by your skin type, and use the link in the show notes below. You can take a look after the podcast is over. You can pause right now, go to the show notes if you're super excited. I want you to commit to your daily skincare routine too. Click the link in the show notes and start shopping. Enjoy the free samples added to your cart. You'll thank me later. Number three. 
to be this person and achieve this goal, what are you going to have to let go of from 2022? Like, what things were you doing or investing your time in or buying that you looked at this exercise from number two of like, what does this person do? How do they act? What's their day like? And in this part, what about you that you've been doing doesn't line up? And you know, you know what? After I've done that, I don't feel really good. I need to take that out. So a few examples of what this could be. And there are so many. I mean, I'm just, as I'm writing this to you, I'm like, well, what things did I do looking back that I want to do differently? So one of them, I love dessert. I have a sweet tooth. And so most nights I do have dessert. It's not bad, but it gets bad when I go to sleep right away after eating dessert, I start to get nightmares. So it hasn't stopped me from eating it, but being more aware of it and being like, okay, to feel like my best self, what do I need to do to feel like my best self? I need to stop eating dessert five nights a week. Maybe it's doing it only three nights a week and not after 7 p.m. or something. So seeing what in your own life that you've been experiencing this past year that just doesn't line up with your goals or this person that you want to be or what your what your vision is for 2023. I want to start my morning with writing instead of diving right into work. Like this year, every time I woke up, I dove right into work because I felt so much anxiety, but maybe um Taking that away and doing a different routine would be better. Better. So looking also at your morning routine is really important or what you do before you go to bed can be really helpful. You can also think of maybe the way that you're addressing, maybe the clothing that you have in your closet just isn't reflecting this person that is taking care of themselves. Maybe you have just things that you've owned for like the past five years, but you're like, those pieces from five years ago don't really fit my body. They don't fit my life right now. They feel kind of sloppy. They don't They don't even match together very well. Like you want something where you feel like you're taking care of yourself. When you put it on, you feel so much joy. And it's like you walk by a mirror and you want to get a second glance because you're like, I feel good today and I look good today. So having the right clothing maybe is also something that you look at this year where you're like, I was not aligned with the clothing decisions or how I was spending my money on groceries or whatever it is. So look at the things that you need to let go of from 2022 to become this person that you want to be for next year with your goals and your vision. It's so good. I mean, even looking in the sense of like personal style, like what you're leaving behind and giving more space for the things that you want in your life more. So in your closet, you do that. When you take out clothing that doesn't work for you, you have space for those for those options that you really enjoy and that you can grab and go. And in your life too, when you take away and look at what, what from my life did I do this year that you tried or you've been doing maybe their habits, but you're like, you know what, that's not serving me right now because that's not where I want to step into in 2023. I, yeah, take those out. You're going to give more space to the things that you need to do to become this person that you want. And number four, what are some instant wins that you have? 
this will help you put into perspective what parts of you and your life that you can use and put into practice right now to help you achieve your goals. This is a good one because as you take things out of what you've done and before you even add things in that you need to add, just being able to see like, what have I done right? What has felt really good? Who do I know that can help me? What resources do I have to make this goal achievable? So let's say your instant win. You have a really great friend that loves to work out. She takes great care of herself and you see her and you're like, I want to be that person that lights a candle in the morning and does a workout or a writing routine. Like maybe I need to talk to her and get her energy more, maybe spend time with her, ask her about her routine and how it works for her. So that's an instant win, knowing somebody that is doing it and you see that inspires you, take some time to hang out with them. Another instant win is maybe you have a couple pairs of pants that fit so well. Maybe you don't have the shirts there yet that you honestly love, but you have pants that fit so well. You can start and work with that and know and use it as a guide. Like, I know what it feels good, how it feels to wear something that fits well. So I want more options of clothing like this, but I can start with this and know that these two options are things that I can wear consistently and feel good in. And then your goal will be like, let me just fill my closet up with more intentional pieces like this. Another benefit could be just looking at your schedule. Maybe you start work early and you end work early. So you have like the evening to have some alone time, to write, to go see a friend, to just do something for you. And it could be massages. It could be getting your nails done. I did an episode where I talked about my lashes. I mean, I had no idea that getting my lashes done would give me the alone time that I needed to sit still. So what self-care is for you might be an experiment because you don't know what it is exactly, but looking at what you have available as resources right now is going to help support you along the way so you can make it happen. And knowing the things that feel good and writing those things that you do that feel good, write them down so they're reminders that, you know what, I have things I've been putting into play that really work for me that I can do more of. It could just be dancing in your room by yourself. Like literally it could be anything. Knowing that and focusing on that is really important. And number five, now at the end, after you're done evaluating and looking at the full picture, now you can see what you can add. And I do this at the end again because it's so easy to get into like, what do I need? What do I need? What do I need? But seeing what you already have as your resources, seeing what you can eliminate, um, and then just making that goal and seeing like the bigger picture at the end and then adding things makes it so much more achievable. So there are a few examples that you can do. So now seeing, okay, what are things I need to add? Maybe I need to go to bed earlier. That's going to be a great way for me to wake up in the morning, feel refreshed. Maybe starting a journal practice will help me clear my mind at night. Maybe making a delicious breakfast in the morning to start my work day right will just set me up for success. There are a lot of things that you can do. And just seeing what these things are, you don't have to do everything every day and everything right away, but having this list to look at so that in the morning, 
Maybe you pick one thing that you try differently that you do today or during the day you catch yourself like, oh, I'm about to do this thing that I remember did not work for me last year. How could I turn this around? As we go into goal setting, I want to make it very clear as well. Going towards any goal, working with what your intention is for the year is not a straight path. And I know that social media and when you talk to people, sometimes people don't talk about their problems enough and all the things that go into making something happen and work. There's a lot of zigzagging. There's a lot up and down. So as you're going through this, you are going to make mistakes. You are human. You are going to go up one day and maybe down a little bit another day and then up one day and maybe stay neutral on another day. But giving yourself that grace of just being human and going through the experience. And if something goes wrong, just catching yourself and not feeling guilty, but being like, okay, what happened today that made me go back into this habit that I was doing before? Why did I do it? You know, you won't catch yourself in the moment. Sometimes it takes a little bit afterwards, but just be kind to yourself as you're working on your goals. And I'm saying that to you as a reminder for myself too, like as somebody who dreams and plans and loves goal setting and working with people to change their life and their personal style, I know that it is a process and it is a beautiful process because in the end, you get to see what you overcame to achieve this goal and step into this new place in your life. And I will be doing another episode sharing the more specific insight of my own year evaluation for my business and personal life. I know it's something that it's nice to hear other people's perspectives on how they view and see things or what they've gone through. And I'm all about sharing challenges of life because that is what life is. Even with our personal style, your style does not stay the same forever. There are ups and downs. There are things that happen in your life that affect your style. Changing jobs, moving to another city, finding a new partner, having a baby. I was listening to another podcast episode where there was a therapist that evaluated how many different things happen in your life that change like the trajectory of how you see yourself and the things that you overcome. And there's a lot. I forget how many she said, but there's over 20, which is amazing because when I talk about life changes, I always talk about the same ones, but there are more than that that happen in life. So just know that you are not alone in this process. If there is someone in your life that also is really into reflecting and into that place of like, looking at their past year and seeing what they want to change and setting goals for next year, connect with them over this podcast episode. Find a new way of making goals together or just sharing it with them just to be like, hey, you know what I heard today? I heard that there's another way of goal setting and making our to-do list. What if we talk about it like this? Even in my own group of friends, we love sharing new books and different podcast episodes because it's a great way to inspire others and connect on a deeper level. So if you heard something that you really enjoyed, share this episode with someone that you love, someone that you want to connect with more and talk about it with. I would also love if you could leave a review. The reviews help this podcast grow and it will show up in other people's feeds. So you can just push pause, go down um, and review the podcast, share what you learned or what you really enjoy about it. 
Thank you, thank you so much for spending time with me today. And I want to wish you a beautiful new year. Continue building a life and style that truly reflects you. I will see you next time.